Sefer Bereshit, Parshat Vyetze, on finding the help of angels. Parshat Vyetze both begins and ends with Jacob having an experience with angels. At the top of the Parsha is the famous Jacob's Ladder story. As Jacob lies down to sleep, the Torah tells us he had a dream. A ladder was set on the ground and its top reached to the sky and angels of God were going up and down on it. Angels, especially in the book of Genesis, serve really as messengers. They come to individuals to relay the words of God. So when an angel comes and speaks, it is also God speaking. The passage continues. And standing beside him was the Lord who said, I am the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham's house, and the God of Isaac's house. The ground on which you are lying, I will assign to you and to your offspring. Your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread out to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. All the families of the earth shall bless themselves by you and your descendants. Remember, I am with you. I will protect you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. And at the end of the Parsha, after parting ways with his father-in-law, Lavan, Yaakov again is encountered by angels. The text doesn't explicitly say what the angel's message was this time, but Rashi, referencing a Midrash, explains that these were angels specific to the land of Israel, who'd come to escort him into the Holy Land. Clearly, there is something about Yaakov that attracts spiritual beings to him. And they appear for him in times of transition. In the beginning, he left Beersheba and is going toward Haran. In the end, he was leaving Lavan and he is heading home to Israel. And in our next Parsha, after Jacob has his most famous angelic encounter of all, wrestling with the angel, Jacob is told, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel. For you have striven with God and human beings and have prevailed. From this transition, Yaakov gets a new name, and it's a name that will come to represent the entire Jewish people, those who wrestle with beings divine and human. In Torah study, we learn that one of the great benefits to being a religious person is the realization that one is never alone. This is critical for those who go out of their comfort zone as journeyers and leaders. One might get the impression from Hollywood movies that angels are these odd humanoid beings that say, give people advice for how to do the right thing. In Jewish angelology, though, there are many different kinds of angels with many different roles. Yes, there are angels that deliver messages from God, but there's also an angel of death, as well as the Satan, the adversary, which in the Bible isn't the devil, but is God's appointed prosecutor of humanity. Further, it is taught in a Midrash that every blade of grass has an angel that stands behind it, saying, grow. 
Similarly, every Shabbat we can welcome, as it says in the song of Shalom Aleichem, the ministering angels, messengers of peace, messengers of the Most High. And as we look for strength to go forward as people, as spiritually inclined beings, and as activists, we can find inspiration by learning to perceive the angelic presences all around us. We can become in touch with angels around us, and even if it feels unnatural at first, we can work to cultivate a spiritual imagination so we can understand that not everything that happens around us is natural, rational, mundane, or something that can be observed by the naked eye. Still, we must use all of our human effort, but also have the humility to know that we're not alone. These angels, of course, are not God, nor are they human. They exist to serve the specific purposes that God sets for them. For this reason, the role of humans is in many ways greater than the role of angels. Because an angel has just one purpose, an angel's inner life is one-dimensional. People, on the other hand, are meant to do lots of things. We can never fully actualize our individual purposes. And we have multiple reasons for existing across our lives. We often stumble in ways that angels don't, but we are meant to do so much more. Rabbi Nachman of Breslov taught that it is specifically our status as lower than angels, as beings that aren't purely spiritual, that makes us able to experience God. An angel, you see, does not know what it's like to be a human being, largely separated from the divine realm. Therefore, an angel can't experience God the way we can. It is recorded in Sicho Taran from Rabbi Nachman. If you have some conception of God's greatness, I do not understand how you can really claim to serve God. The highest angel cannot say that they truly serve God. The main thing is desire, always yearn to approach God. It is this desire, this yearning for something higher that makes us human and put us in our unique relationship with God. In our experience as mortal people on earth, we often find ourselves, like Jacob, in need of assurance that we're on the right path, in need of guidance to where we're supposed to go. Being a person rather than a strictly spiritual being is better, but it's also harder by following the model of Yaakov, we can learn to make our journeys less harsh and more palatable by looking for the help of angels. Shabbat Shalom.